the reading from the gospel for this second Sunday of Epiphany comes to us from John's gospel in the second chapter, verses 1 through 11. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother said to him, They don't have any wine. Jesus replied, Woman, what does that have to do with me? My time hasn't come yet. His mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby were six stone water jars used for the Jewish cleansing ritual, each able to hold about 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Now draw some from them and take it to the head waiter, and they did. The head waiter tasted the water that had become wine. He didn't know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The head waiter called the groom and said, Everybody serves the good wine first. They bring out the second-rate wine only when the guests are drinking freely. You kept the good wine until now. This was his first miraculous sign that Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. He revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. The word of our Christ, Jesus. Thanks be to God. This gospel reading is full of joy and humor. A wedding reception is on the verge of disaster, though, until Mary, the mother of Jesus, pushing him forward and into ministry. She was a proud mother, so proud of her son. She knew he could save the day for these friends of hers. Jesus, ever the embarrassed child, speaks up, Oh, Mom, what do you expect me to do? But Mom, never deterred, she instructs the servants, Just do what he tells you. I can see the scene. Shaking his head, Jesus gives the instructions. And voila, the water is turned into wine. Not just any old 30 A.D. year old wine purchased down at the Piggly Wiggly, but some of the best wine ever tasted from the choices of French vineyards. The host is overjoyed and the party explodes with excitement. And Mary? Well, I tend to see her off to the side, grinning like a proud mom, don't you? Oh, but what a cost for her to give this push toward glory. And belief. It's a miracle. Yes, Jesus' first miracle as recorded in John's Gospel. We know that there are many more to come in the next three years of his ministry. But it appears to me it took his mother to push him out of his comfort zone and begin this journey of a life, a death, and a life again. Glory. It's a miracle. In the eyes of the world, a miracle is simply an unusual or wonderful event that is believed to be caused by the power of God or a very amazing or unusual event, thing, or achievement. But I think it's more, much more than that. If I understand Scripture, I realize that it is fresh and new each day. The words of this ancient text come alive each time I open it up. It comes alive with fresh new meanings and understandings every time. It's a miracle. Usually, for me, it takes the Holy Spirit pushing me to take that first moment to open up the pages and look inside. 
I tend to delay starting on my sermons. You see, there's so much other ministry that needs to be done, right? But I have to be truly motivated to get working, like a ticking clock. The Spirit of God pushes ever so gently and gets me started. It's a miracle. In our epistle reading from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, my mind and my heart had discovered a truth that I hope to connect to the gospel this morning. We all know, looking at this from our current perspective, that Jesus had the power to turn water into wine all along. But he says it isn't his time yet, and still Mary pushes him out of the nest into the ministry that God has sent him to complete so that people will see his glory and believe. According to Paul, as we become believers and followers of Jesus, by the leading of his Holy Spirit, we too can perform miracles. We can't be ignorant about this. We must realize there is within each of us the ability to change our world for the good, for God. The Holy Spirit of God imparts to each of us who claim that Jesus is Lord the spiritual gifts, or in my understanding, the ability to perform miracles. Each of us has the mind and heart to understand that the Holy Spirit is with us and empowering us for love, acceptance, and service. That Spirit chooses some to give the ability to know, to have that wisdom in situations and then to know what to do. It's a miracle when one is able to discern a situation and move through it. The Spirit chooses some to give the miracle of knowledge. That is the ability to understand the most intricate of formulas, theories, history, and life. And come forth with a way forward. It's a miracle when one knows and understands. The Spirit chooses others to give deep faith to so that in the moments of uncertainty and doubt, they can pull up from the depths a faith that will sustain and give them hope. It is a miracle when faith offers a way in the wilderness. The Spirit chooses still others to share the gift of healing. That healing is physical, emotional, and spiritual. It's a miracle when doctors and nurses put a body back together or when a counselor gives a broken mind a new way. Visions or prophecy are another gift which the Spirit generously gives out to others so that clarity and direction can be given for the future. It's a miracle to have one who sees with clarity the way forward. And so many other gifts that allow miracles to be done in our presence. All of these are spirit-given and spirit-activated and spirit-pushed. Left to our own, we might stand by the sidelines and proclaim like Jesus, it's not my time. More likely, we say instead, I don't have any gifts. I'm nothing special. So the Holy Spirit comes, like Mary, and pushes us out into the center and says, do what they say. We have a choice now. We can either slink back to the sidelines and hide in the crowd until tomorrow when we feel better or perhaps more ready. You do realize that tomorrow never comes. When it does, it is today. So when we say maybe tomorrow, we really mean not on your life. The second choice is that we grab hold of the Holy Spirit's push and tell the world what will bring about love, acceptance, and the ability to serve all people as God desires and still desires and will always desire. 
It'll take a miracle. But we are a people gifted with the ability to perform miracles every day. God never sends God's people out without providing them with the gifts that they need to love, to accept, and to serve. It's a miracle. You have the gift of miracles. While theologian Gerald Sloan states that the evangelist, the writer of John's Gospel, uses her, that is, Mary the mother, here as a paradoxical symbol of both intercessory power with her son and the impropriety of anyone having a claim on Jesus except the Father, she will first be told in a stroke of psychological distancing that it isn't his hour. Only God demands on Jesus, in other words, are to be heeded. Friends, I think God uses mothers, brothers, sisters, fathers, friends, even enemies, to get us to move forward into ministry. It's a miracle that these people and others can help us see and discover the gifts within us that allow for us to do miraculous works. Even Jesus says later in the evangelist report, in John, Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I'm going to the Father. It took a gifted and impassionate black man named Martin to push the church off the sidelines and to do the miraculous work of racial reconciliation. Truly a great thing for Christ's kingdom. The Holy Spirit of God is moving in and through us to begin and continuing the work of turning our water into wine, the common into the best, the wrong to the right, moving from hate to love and bringing of life and joy to a community in need of both. We need a miracle today. And it's a miracle that God's Spirit has chosen you and me to do it. These great works on God's behalf in this season let us move forward in 2022 using the gifts within to bring the miracle of loving, accepting, and serving all for Almighty God. Epiphany brings surprises and delights as God reveals God's self. Not in the tearing apart of rocks and thunder off the mountains or in the sky, but in the joy, in the grace, in the glory, in you and in me. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. In the name of the creating God, redeeming Christ, and sustaining Spirit. Amen.